You are listening to the Holocron on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show.
a long time ago, in a galaxy far away. Welcome to the Holocron, with your host, Lador, and her apprentice, Justin Hamilton. Now, let's get ready to talk Star Wars. I'm muted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Holocron. Um, Hello, guys. Hi, it's been a while. How are you doing, Justin? Right whenever I was about to type something, I hit the mute button. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, nah, I've been doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Been kind of busy, as you see. I got like a new setup and stuff, so I've been getting all that stuff ready nice, and set up nice. the best I can. Oh, I am extremely cold today. I don't know what's up with me. I'm probably getting sick. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome back to the Holocron. Today we'll be taking your questions. But before we do that, we're gonna we have we have a couple of uh, news that Justin is gonna take us through. Justin, what you got? Okay, so there there's not a huge amount, like, but there is one couple of things I want to hit on because I actually watched one of them today and I thought it was like really super cool. So like, if you're into the High Republic, uh, one of the things that like uh, Star Wars is doing is along with these books is giving you this little animation. Now it's not like a full cartoon or something like we're going to watch later on the watch along like the rebel like a rebels episode or anything but it's like a little animated cool little thing and like the newest one they put out was about the nihil and uh like i said i watched it i thought it was actually really super cool i don't know if you got the chance to watch it or not i i had no idea this existed i have been in my own little bubble reading um the thrawn books <laughs> yeah uh, I no. finished. I finished all the High Republic stuff, and um, and then I was like, I need to catch up on reading. Oh, I'm out of focus. Uh, I need to catch up on reading, and this is like my fourth book in the past two weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I've been hard at it as well. Like I've done the heir to the uh, Jedi, and then of course the new book from uh, the newest novel. Uh, from the High Republic, and then I've also been uh, doing Lords of the Sith right oh, now. That's nice. the one I'm on. Which I've already read it, but I wanted to refresh myself before I did like a review or anything about it. Yeah, you you're doing it chronologically, right? As they're released, not as order of like say like we're doing the chronological. Oh, oh, okay, okay, watch. Okay, okay. So I'm doing it as the books were released. So the first book was I Heir to the Jedi, then the next one released like time wise as far as like when they were published was the Lords of the Sith. Mm -hmm. And uh, going on to the next thing, uh, they are the. There's a rumor; it's not 100% set in stone, which I think maybe the Mandalorian might get pushed a little bit further away from when they're even saying, like when they pushed it already to January, because there's a rumor right now that season three might not start filming until April. And if that's the case, like I just don't see us getting it like at the end or the very beginning of next year. It might be a couple months after that. Hmm. I'm not happy about that. Which I want them to take their time. If they're taking their time and they want to do certain things right and they got a game plan going on, hey, stick with mm -hmm. the game plan. 
and do what you got to do. So it's just according on why they're waiting until April to do it. Yeah. But we don't know I, yeah. I don't know if it's because they're releasing Boba Fett first. They're deciding to push it back. I, don't, uh, I like, honestly, like, even though I am now a fan of, of Boba Fett, I want um, the Mandalorian more. Mm hmm. Uh, this one right here is just kind of cool to me. Uh, looks like we're about to get uh, Star Wars stamps. Some people out there collect stamps, so that might be like a highly collectible thing. And I looked at some of them, and they're actually pretty cool. Uh, the characters and stuff like that they're putting out. Um, not a big thing, though, and you might not care about stamps, but I just thought it was kind of cool. Because some people out, especially in the States, a lot of people collect stamps. It's like a big thing to a yeah, lot Yeah, I know. Hey, I know. I've <laughs> Justin. Hey, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. We haven't never talked stamps before. <laughs> the, the, I will say this though: the AFI named the Mandalorian top ten TV program of 2020. Mm -hmm. So they're ranked in the top ten of that. And the very last thing I was going to bring up was uh, the new Lego Star Wars game they have coming out. The Skywalker Saga is to feature yeah. 300 playable characters. Like that's pretty crazy. That's a lot of people to be able to play in a video game. Yeah, that's something I'm really, really excited about. I'm not a big Lego person. Like a lot of people know that I'm not a big Lego person. The only Lego that I've built is probably one of the biggest ones. A big, uh, big uh, Millennium Falcon. Um. So yeah, <laughs> Travis says if there's no long snoot, I'm boycotting. Well. Not even going to lie, if you're going to have 300 playable characters, why not have Long Snoot as one of them? That's a lot yeah. of characters, man. Like That is that is a lot of characters. Uh, and Long Snoot does have an important part, so you might actually get to play him a little bit. Nice, um, but that, that's pretty much it in news, like I said, as far as anything here recently that's came out in the last few days. There's not a mm -hmm. huge amount of big news or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Kind of just waiting to see when we start getting more knowledge about casting and stuff for some of these shows and movies and stuff, it's going to be coming. Yeah. So. I know there's a rumor out there that they might redo Knights of the Old Republic. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a different story. Um, but they might, um, they might actually, they might actually do a, another game of it. Which I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because I do love the old Knights of the Old Republic, but I don't know. What do you think about it? I actually am super hyped, uh, and I've actually the reason why I kind of didn't bring that up in news is because uh, with some of the questions that we got posed, uh, one <laughs> of them I'm actually bringing that up a little bit. So yeah, like, it's kind of like cheating. Yeah. So with with that being said, like. I, I'm pretty hyped about it if they do it in the correct way. This is the thing. I'm not like a lot of people that whine and cry if they make sort of smaller changes or maybe even add a character. As long as the heart of the story is the same and flows correctly, I'm cool with it, right? Like, so the small changes, I don't care. But I want to keep the heart of that story because it's always been something that a lot of people love. So just don't get away from the main story, people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you think you think they'll have like Brevin and um I think this may be the yeah, I think this may be the way for them. Uh this may not be the correct word, but this may be the way for them to cheat them into the canon, right? Like you do it as a video game, it's not as big of a deal as you're doing them in the films. 
and you're doing a video game so it doesn't look like you're remaking a video game into a movie it's just you're making a new video game that you may change a couple yeah. little story things yeah cool so i'm pretty hyped mm -hmm. um i forgot to do this at the beginning of the show but blue bateman <laughs> Right before our show, I was actually listening to Blue Bateman talk about some of the Schmodown stuff. So, oh, are you? I I took a nap. So if I'm <laughs> if I if I am out of it, because I realized if I stayed if I stayed awake, I would be up for like thirty hours by the time we were done for everything. So I was like, mm. I need at least an hour nap, and I took legit an hour nap. <laughs> and actually, I know he's probably gonna yell at me. He's like, don't do that because I did that last week. But yeah, yeah. I was gonna say before we even get this thing started, like appreciate the people that ask questions. We got a decent amount of them, and actually we got some in kind of late. I don't know if that's some that you grabbed, or we can just use those for like the next episode coming up. But yeah, there was a couple. Um, I think I uh, Kaluka Gala, I think, sent one on one of the discords, and uh, I thought I saw like one other person on like Twitter. But I was like, man, that's coming in. They came in like not before the sh like, not long before the show came. Oh, uh, we, we can get them, and we can get them. Okay. Um, well, the first question is by someone very close and near and dear to my heart because uh, he wrote the, the, the song, the intro song, which is why I played that one. Uh, Mr. David B, he asked, um, it's a three-parter, so I'm going to ask the <laughs> first question and then we'll get back to it. Uh, what's the official canon for, I, well, for what happened to IG-88? Um, official canon, there's not much on him. He was part of like two short stories that I know of in uh, the uh, from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. but, and yeah, if you know anything in Legends about it, um, that's exactly where I went because I saw the question and I was like, well, there's not a lot in like actual canon, but it is kind of interesting some of the stuff that he did. Uh, in legend. So IG-88 actually had uh, four versions. It wasn't just he himself. He actually made like three copies of himself and they were IG-88, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the, because of this question, I just kept it simple. Uh, B met his end on Cloud City by Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett kind of took care of him there and he's like supposed to be left in the junkyard of Cloud City. Uh, C met his end by Bubba Fett as well after C and D were set to chase after him. So like they were sent to chase after him. They got in kind of like a little battle and Bubba Fett took him out. Uh, D survived that battle with Bubba Fett and met his end by the hands of Dash Rendar. And the original IG unit, after taking over the Death Star, he downloaded his artificial intelligence into the Death Star. So yeah. like basically his uh, robot body became mute. Like it wasn't doing anything. It was just there useless because his AI's artificial intelligence was transferred into the Death Star. Uh, they, uh, but his body, though, after all that happened with the Death Star and it got shot down and everything else, of course, his AI got destroyed in that process. But uh, in Legends, uh, they did. There was this group uh, or this guy. Uh, it's a weird name. It's uh, Barpotamus Dribby uh, picked him up, reprogrammed him and stuff. And he was helping him out for a while. And then the House of Thole took him over. Uh, so technically, if you're going by legends, he can still be found alive in the galaxy somewhere, but he's probably kind of like what happened to IG 11. And they may have took the story a little bit from that. He might be like going around being a nursemaid for somebody. Hmm. Maybe that would be very interesting. Um, I did read about him like, um, 
putting his memory out in in the Death Star two. I'm I'm just I was just like oh um these legend stuff was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's interesting because he actually traps Palpatine in a room, and Palpatine oh. tries to use the Force to open one of the doors, but because he his mind is in the uh, Death Star two, he was actually able to keep it closed. So they fall each other for a while. Eventually, you know, the things happen and whatnot, and Palpatine was able to get out of the room and everything. But yeah, no, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty out there. Uh, but yeah, it was just his AI. So technically, his robot body wasn't there. So his robot body was just left somewhere else. He just transferred his like memories and all that stuff into the computer of the Death Star too. Mm -hmm. Um, his second part of his question. Also, if you guys can make any two Legends book canon. Uh, what would they be? Just two, no honorable mentions. Um, so I don't know much about Legends. Um, I hear a lot about Mara Jade, and I know a little bit about her story. Um, so I'm going to say her. Um, but since I don't know and you need two, uh, I'm I'm going to remove the books part and just go video games part. I would say Revan and Starkiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine uh, Pacific books uh, would be Dark Plagueis, and I would I'm going to take a Bane book as well. So the Dark Plagueis novel, and I'll take the last book because I think they could just use the last book as one novel. Because he said I couldn't pick a trilogy, so the last Bane novel. So who? Which characters? Would it be like Bane. Uh, you also have uh, his apprentice would be uh, Rain, but her name got changed uh, during the process. Uh, so you have those two characters. That's the two characters I really want. Like, it's really cool. Like Bane has this apprentice and it's like a lady and he trains her and stuff like that. But the last book you could really take is like its own story. You won't know a little bit about the backstory that happens in the first two books, but you could still probably take that last book and make it a book by itself. Like you could probably read that and still have fun reading that book. And the Dark Plagueis is going to obviously be Dark Plagueis. I want him. I want more stories about him. Um... Also, what video games are canon and which are not? <laughs> and uh, what's your numbers? Let me get in them <laughs> them guts. Already private messaging my phone number. Um, I think he. I don't know if he has my phone number. I know Travis has my phone number. But yeah, uh, which video games are canon? Uh, Battlefront One, Battlefront Two, um, the Lego are not canon mm -hmm. they're uh, very loose know. yeah they're very 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 loose um uh, i have all battlefronts jedi fallen order and squadrons are all yeah. canon. they're all yeah. officially official canon like their stories yeah. that are involved in those games are even canon mm -hmm. uh now because he said like which are canon and which are not every game besides the ones i just said are legends Yep. Like every one of those games, like all the old school, like PlayStation one games back when Luke, which I'm excited about Lucasfilm actually taking control of the games again. So yeah. now we're going to be able to see like more things made from different people. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm really excited about that. And my phone number is zero zero nine six five. on the computer. That was the one the Death Star got from uh, whenever IG 88 took over. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That was just my phone doing an alarm. <laughs> uh, I figured, but it did, did sound like it. Um, our, our next question is from Mike. 
Uh, you're being held captive by Jabba on Tatooine. Your distress signal can only go to one person. Who would it be? Um, easy. Princess Leia. She rescued Han and she killed Jabba. Not bad. Not bad. Mine uh, is Palpatine, but if I couldn't pick him, it would be Chewbacca because he's the most loyal in all the series and all the movies. <laughs> Chewbacca will never let you down. Like if, if Chewbacca was your best friend, he would do whatever it took. He would go and gather the people he would need, whatever it was, because he would stand by your side no matter what after you gain his loyalty. Fair, fair, fair enough. Um, we have another part to Mike's question. Um, will Wonder Woman uh, 84's lukewarm reception affect Rogue Squadron in any way? Personally, I don't think it should or will, but it's a popular topic recently. Sadly, women in Star Wars still don't mix. Um, any woman who has an opinion doesn't mix well with Star Wars fanboys. Um, but who knows? We can't really see the future. But a lot of people love Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84 is um like has a mixed reception. Every every director has it. Like even the best director doesn't have like a a, a perfect slate of mm -hmm. movies. So um if they're gonna judge her entire career based on Wonder Woman 84, then that's their prerogative, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, it shouldn't. I, I agree with what he said in this question. It shouldn't have anything to do with it. But if we know anything about the Internet people, they're going to cry just because they have a reason to cry about something. It's like, <laughs> oh, she did Wonder Woman 88, Army 84, and it didn't go over very well. Oh, my gosh, she's going to ruin my Star Wars. So, yes, that's going to happen. Now, I do not think that it's going to be to the effect of what happened with Solo after The Last Jedi. Or anything like that so i don't think it's going to be a huge difference that's going to be made but i do think it may affect it a little bit mm -hmm. um our next question is from stravis uh what character would make the most compelling story if they changed alignment from dark to light and vice versa um dark to light Though I love her as a bad, bad chick, uh, I would say Ventress. I would it would be really I would be really curious to see if she went light side during the Clone Wars, um, and then light to dark. A lot of people would say Luke, but I would say Leia. I wonder, That'd be interesting. I wonder if Leia went dark side. It'd be definitely compelling. Yeah, because like in um, in Empire, when Yoda says there is another, and then let's say she finds out she has uh, she's force sensitive because she she sensed it. Um, like even even throughout her old books, she's always sensed that she she's very force sensitive. Um, so maybe that confirmation from Luke that she, she does have the force. She goes to the dark side. That would be really interesting to see Batchik Leia. Nah, and because we know that she has like, like she, she obviously has this power and we're learning that in the high Republic. She has that innate power to be able to like sense things and like know when people's trouble and hear them from probably way further than a lot of other people, even Jedi's could. So like, it'd be interesting to see her on the dark side and, and playing around with those kind of powers to where, 
it, she'd be like maybe a really tough enemy because maybe she could like sense stuff really well, like better than some of the people like even Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Now, mine was uh, I went light to dark and I'm mine's actually Ray. And that's why I wanted it to happen in the sequel trilogy. I wanted Ray to turn dark. Like mm -hmm. it, I just think it would have been super interesting. It'd have been a little different than the rest of the uh, Skywalker saga. If you actually had this person that is super good and stuff like, and then they turn bad and it would have made sense to me anyway, even in the story that they had laid out, it would make sense. She turns bad since she's technically, you know, kin to Palpatine. Mm -hmm. So it, it wouldn't even like once you found, I think if she would have turned dark and then you would have found out the reason why is because she's been kin to Palpatine all the time. I think that would have been an interesting story. Like, so light to dark would be Ray uh, actually going bad, which they kind of hinted at. I was rooting for that a lot. And if it went from like dark to light, um, and it, it's tough. Like if you just want to go super compelling, it'd be really weird if Palpatine at one point would have turned good. Right. Like, I don't think you could like, but it would have been a really good story. Like if, like say Snoke was this other being that had came into power and let's say they wanted to bring Palpatine back in a way and Palpatine comes back and he kind of almost turns good because he fights against someone like Snoke. But like we turns out that he ended up being Snoke. So that wasn't their plans in the story. But it, as far as interesting wise, some a character like that, somebody that was so dark, like uh, it, it would have been compelling. I don't think they ever would have did it or sh they should have done it. But um. And thanks for the resubs by like Ferris. And then uh, there was another one as well. Hi, Ferris. I miss you. Yeah, it was Ferris and Weston. Weston uh, as well resubbed. Oh, Weston resubbed. Funny you say that because the next question is from Weston himself. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, neck massage, fist bump, slap. Wado, Jabba, Jar Jar. Uh, let's go with that, and then we'll go for, for the rest of his questions. Yeah, like I actually <laughs> like the fact that he toned this down. It's kind of the same question that I think we end up having one on today. Yeah. But uh, so mine would be uh, I'm going to neck massage Darth Jar Jar because mm -hmm. if I found out Jar Jar was actually part of the dark side, I, I'd give him a neck massage. I'd fist bump Jabba because I do think he's a cool character, but I don't want to like rub that dude's neck, and I'd slap water. Honestly, it's my same answer. <laughs> I'd slap this shit out of water. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the same answer that I've got. Uh, I I am not a. I'm not about to massage Java. No, no. Mm -mm. Mm. Though neck massage used to be hug, um, so I would have I would have hugged. Uh, I would have hugged Java. I would have hugged Jar Jar. Okay. Fist bump, Java, and slap auto. Mm -hmm. So, so it's basically the same thing. Um, his next question is: What do you think the origin of the Force is? That's a cool question. I don't think we've ever had uh, something that serious before. Yeah, um, I, mean, it, yeah, it, it, I, I thought it was pretty cool when I saw it because I was like, "Oh man, like this is actually you know a little different than some of the stuff that we get." Yeah. So I think the Force is like atoms here. I guess, um, like holds everything together, brings life. Uh, that's what I think of it. Uh, I don't, I know, I know some people think of it as like a, a, a religion or, you know, something 
to to believe in, but it's not necessarily there. A lot but of people think, relate it to Buddhism. Yeah. Because like they believe in doing the whole like sit down and meditate and stuff like that. Dude, med- meditation is great. Um, but yeah. Uh, that's that's what I think of it. What do you think, Justin? I, I really think the force is unexplainable. Like we don't understand completely how our life began in our on our earth, right? Like we don't actually know it. Like there's theories out there, of course, like and there's different ways that you may think that life began here on earth, but you really don't truly know. Like it's not a fact, it's just a theory. Uh, and we'll probably never know, to be honest with you. And uh, I don't think we'll ever know how the force actually came to be. Now, I do think that we'll learn how people began to recognize the force and like how they began to use it. I think that's something that we'll get and we'll get in a story, I think, eventually. But I don't think we're ever going to know exactly where the force is. It's just one of those things that's been there and it's always been there and nobody knows why. Yeah, it's honestly one of the stories that I want. I always say, like, give me the story of when the first Jedi realized um, or the first force sensitive person realized, oh, I can actually use this. Um, so, yeah. That's, uh, that's something that I want. Um, another question from Weston. Uh, which of you would do better in Star Wars? I'm- movie trivia showdown and who would you like to play against so i'm guessing the first part if it's me versus you obviously that's what i took the question as i'll, I'll answer this first because I, I ain't shy about this one but because she helps with questions so like <laughs> just because she's doing that she's going to automatically know the style of questions that the mts is actually going to put out there because when I watch Star Wars, I watch for the lore, I watch for the story, I watch for the characters. Like, I'm going to be able to tell you more about the characters' names than who played them or even who directed it sometimes. And I also enjoy, like, legends. Like, I dive deep into some of the legend stuff in books still still to this day. Like, I don't ignore that stuff. So because of that, my knowledge is going to be really broad where I'm going to know things that, like, Bedore may never, ever read, right? Because I go into that field and she doesn't go into it as much. Yeah. Uh but if I did go join the MTS and I think I could prepare myself, like I think that if me and Bedore sat down and like she was helping write the questions and maybe I was like helping her get some questions and sending it to her and we work together. Like I do think that give either one of us like six months to a year and we could actually be a competitor in MTS and actually win a match. But I will say if I did make it to the MTS, I would love to play Adam Witt just because I think it'd be just fun. It'll be just fun. There's no pressure. I'm not going to get my butt stomped by Alex Damon or anything. And I, I just get to, and, and even though Adam Witt's good, but he, he'd be super fun to promo against just to have a match with. I I honestly agree. Adam Witt is amazing. I would say um, Sean Sullivan as well. I want to play against like the people that I know in this space. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I do know like Andrew DeMolanta, I don't want to play against him because I'm like terrified of his knowledge. But um, I'm going to take offense to what you said, man. You think, I, you think you think I'd beat you just because I write questions? No, but I mean, that helps because like you go straight into that style of thinking because you're doing it in that style of thinking. Like there, that's an advantage, like straight up. I mean, maybe. So I mean, you don't you don't think that's advantage because you're able you're sitting down watching the movies and writing the questions. I mean, no, I don't think so because I won't be writing the questions that will be that we get. Yeah, 
but see, you are in the mode of like trying to look at the movies like the way that Schmodown would, right? Because you're trying to put questions out there that they're actually legitimately going to ask. Mm-hmm. So like you're going to ask those questions about so who directed this or who uh, played this character and whatnot. So just because of going through that, you're going to know it because I don't sit down and go, wow, dude, I love that alien. Like I couldn't tell you right now. And he's my favorite uh, character as far as like animation, as far as the new Bounty Hunters, Cad Bane. I can't tell you who voices him. You probably could. Maybe. Mm-mm. Well, he's not in that. So he, he's in the Clone Wars, but he's not in the Clone Wars movie. So, yeah. But yeah, but that would be an example, though. So pick another character like, shoot, I don't know why to right now. You ask me who voiced him. I wouldn't be able to tell you right off the bat. You might know. I, would, but I wouldn't. Well, <laughs> I this would might be just, closely. <laughs> this might just, be more closely debated. No, because again, I haven't gotten to write questions about actors yet. Uh, I have I have a system that I still haven't gone to actors yet, so I don't know. So you've been doing more like lore style stuff or whatever, or just interesting things you see in the movies. I'm not going to say what I've been writing just in case anyone is watching. Um, But uh, I have like four or five phases of writing questions and I finished phase one and I'm on phase two. And then it gets going to get like phase three and four is harder. And then phase five is just like, the extra stuff the the actors and actresses, which I think, I I I think they already have those questions, but so that's why I'm just keeping that to 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 the last. That's thing. what we probably should do. To be honest with you, we should probably set some kind of like subscriber on Twitch uh, goal or something like that. And then if we could find somebody, like maybe ask PJ to get us up some stuff, and me and you have a movie trivia showdown match. I don't have time. <laughs> I would love to, but I don't have time. I tried, guys. I, tried. I, I I would love to. I would love to. When things calm down, when I don't have like a million things happening, I would love to. Um, so yeah, Maybe it'll be something I'll, you can do after you get to the States. Because things should be a lot man. better. Things should be a lot better for you then. So. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk after. <laughs> um, our third question from Weston: Should JJ have killed off Han as Harrison wanted in the Force Awakens? No, because um, obviously I didn't start watching Star Wars um, until very late. Um, the Last Jedi is actually the first movie that I saw in theaters, but I did watch the Force Awakens. Um, like I did watch it um, chronological in order of release so I watched mm. 4, 5, 6 um, 1, 2, 3 and then 7 and when I reached 7 it felt like the actor wanted to die rather than oh this was a moment of death kind of thing I got you I mean you're saying that it looked like Harrison Ford as a character wanted to die Yes. More than it was something in a story. Cause like my answer to this is uh, I don't think he should have been killed in the force awakens. Cause I think he should have already been dead. He shouldn't have been in the force awakens to be honest with you. I don't think he should have made it because uh, he was rumored to like, not want to be part of it. And he wanted to have his character killed at the end of the trilogy and return of the Jedi and yeah. the last fight scene. 
And I actually think I actually do agree with Harrison. Not just I think he was trying to get out of it like selfishly because like he didn't want to be stuck doing Star Wars forever. And he felt like that might happen, I think. But like personally, I actually agree with him, though. Somebody like him or Lando and I, we didn't get enough Lando to me to, to really make it like very super important. But like when it comes to Harrison and his character, Han Solo, if Han Solo dies in that moment, like. You, you still get the happy ending of, yes, the rebellion won, but you also get to feel like, oh, this costs something. Because I agree with Harrison. One of the things he told them back then was that you have to have you have to pay the price so that when you get what you get, like it's even more like uh, substantial. Right. And like he everybody living at the end, it's like too good of a feel good story. It's like, what's the consequences? You know, nobody on the team died. Luke survived. Everybody survived. Right. Like, so what was the point in it at the all in the end of it is what some people would feel like. And I've kind of agreed with Han, uh, with Harrison Ford playing the Han Solo character. I've kind of agreed with that for a bunch of years. That he should have yeah. just been dead. Yeah, but the way he died, not the best way he, that he could have died. And I mean, he did come back uh, in The Rise of Skywalker, too. So it's not like he was gone forever. He was. He still came back. Um. So yeah, I, I I personally didn't like it. The like the only thing that makes that moment hurt is Chewie screaming. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Our last question from Weston. Um. Do you have any predictions for the next Star Wars game time period? So if we're going to go based it, based it on rumors, it's going to be the Old Republic. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I have. They're, they're, if the rumors are true, uh, then, yes, it's going to be the game that they're rumoring that it's possibly going to be almost like a little bit of a remake of the Old Republic games. Uh, now, they are the open world game they're talking about, which I think may be a totally different game. Now, mm -hmm. that one, like, it could be anywhere. It's a, really according on to where they want to tell the story of the game. Like, but it could be technically anywhere. Like, what part of the story do they want to tell us? Like, it, I think it'd be really cool if the next game, that open world game, is about like maybe Luke, you know, uh, trying to restart the order and stuff like that between uh, Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi. Maybe we get some of that story there, uh, and they could do it easily in a video game, so where you don't have to recast Luke or anything. He's just a, he's just a character in a video game. Mark Hamill can still like do the voice and that kind of thing. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Like you're like Luke Skywalker. Maybe you play with him as a level and you're trying to find like maybe some other force sensitive people before Kylo turns and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, it sounds cool, but. Um, I don't think that's where they're going to go. I don't, uh, I think with like a little bit of the backlash with the Mandalorian of, of Luke being like of like Lucasfilm relying on OG trilogy mm -hmm. characters, they might they might step away from that for a bit. Not saying forever, but like they they might like you know try and and create new stories because they see like the love that the High Republic has. So we might get something in the High Republic. You never know. Yeah, I was trying to think, and then that actually is true because they are doing such a big push for the High Republic right now. But you know. I was trying to think of like somewhere different because like a lot of people going to go to the game 1313 that just never got released. That was like part of the way made or almost completely made. And they just never released it, which was supposed to be the like lower levels. Yeah, they were supposed to be. Well, not really 100 percent bounty hunters, but just like the underworld, like 1313 is a level in Coruscant. So like, yeah, and, and that's what it was going to be kind of based off of. 
and they might could go to do something like that. And I'll be honest with you, it'd be really f- cool in an open world setting to go, jump around and do stuff in Coruscant, like that yeah. the, the planet that's just one big city. But I, a lot of people knew about that, so I was trying to come up with something new. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that I would love that. Um, our next question is from Anne, the lovely Anne, the sheriff. Um, FMK villains: Darth Maul, Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, and I love you, but Vader is one D. Um, um. <laughs> I mean, I know my answers. <laughs> look, I'm marrying Kylo. Look at the dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost uploaded his shirt off uh, scene oh, as no. on here to pull up. Look at that dude. I mean, that's just it. So, I'm marrying Kylo. I'm going to, uh, for lack of a better term, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm screw them all because I just think that'd be crazy. Like, we could get a little crazy one night, you know, do whatever we got to do. And, and this is weird because, like, dude, he obviously, if he's not my favorite character, he's my second favorite character. I'm killing Vader, which sounds really weird for me to say. But in this yeah. kind of question. Yeah. So my answer is a little bit different than yours. Um, I'm going to kill Vader. But I'm uh, I'm screw, screw Kylo because, you know, whiny, whiny boys aren't my type. Um and then I'm a Mary Maul because look at that dude. Yeah, my problem with Vader was, and I wanted to put him in a different spot, but it's just like, bro, during that whole lava scene where his whole body's burning, does he even have something to work with? So that's why I was kind of like, man, Vader. <laughs> I mean, you could technically try to say the same thing about Maul, but we, I could say this is before Maul got cut in half. This is before the Phantom Menace when he lost like half his body. So like, I yeah. could actually rationalize that. So yeah. But Kylo, man, dude, that dude. But I mean, hey, you never know if it's a robot. Yeah. I'm, girl. Yeah. I mean, he won't quit, obviously. <laughs> this is all right. So we got to get off of this part. We need to go to the next next question, please. Next uh, question. Our next question is from JDM. If you could marry only one character, who would it be? Easy, Poe Dameron. Mine's actually super easy as well, Dr. Afra. I love Dr. Afra. Though, um, what's his face? Um, ooh, Mandalorian, season two, episode one. Oh, you're talking about uh, Cobb Vamp? Cobb Vamp. That dude. Yeah. The easy answer a lot of people would probably say is like Princess Leia. She's very beautiful. She was the princess, but not nah, mine's Doctor Afra. I like I like someone who would be willing to you know, like go out there and do the things. Very strong, very independent, and ain't gonna take no crap from nobody. So and she didn't really take no crap from even Vader. You know, she mm-hmm. was brave enough to actually like look at Vader, tell Vader things, and not be scared like everybody else. So that's why I picked Doctor Afra. Nice. Um, our next question. I'm actually very excited about this one, not because of the question itself, but because of who's asking it. It's someone that I'm honestly a fan of. I hope they get dropped in the movie trivia showdown. <laughs> I really do. And I'm, I am I tweeted this out. I'm like, I'm getting nervous. I know he's going to get drafted 100%. I know he's going to get drafted because um, he's very sought off, 
uh, sought out after from multiple managers. Anyways, I'm going on a tangent of um, Shmodown. Um, Thomas Harper asks, what's the best starfighter in the galactic history and why is it the Y-Wing? Uh, Justin, I'll let you go first because this is your territory. Okay, the, the Y-Wing is good and I like its design overall and I like the fact it's called the Y-Wing and looks like the Y, which is what they mainly tried to do, but not all the ships really represent the letter. I think the Y-Wing does that, right? But I don't like it that much because it's the big bulky bomber class. Like you really are just going to be like flying over something, dropping a bunch of plasma bombs or whatever on somebody and everything else. I want a dogfighter style of ship, you know, and my favorite ship for a long time has been like it's been in Legends and stuff. I don't actually think it's been brought in the canon uh, fully yet is uh, a ship that I have here, a picture of I'm going to pull up. It's called the Thai Phantom. But this thing right here is very powerful, hit like a truck. But it also, if you see the picture, like how part of the ship looks like it's not there, it disappears. So like you could sneak up on fools and just take them out. They don't even know you're there. Just to try, that tri-wing style there is pretty uh, amazing to me as well. Like I like I like the way it looks, the way it feels, the way it flies, uh, and the way it just disappears uh, and, and and that kind of thing. So, yeah. I'm going 100% uh, tie phantom uh, with a close second place being the tie defender. I honestly thought you were going to go tie defender, but I forgot that um, tie phantom was your thing. Um, well, I don't know a lot about chips, but I'll say this. I did a little research and I saw which ones were pretty. Um, I still love the X-Wing because it's yeah. classic. Uh, classic is uh, amazing. So that was like my answer. He said Y-Wing. I was like, but X-Wing looks so much better. But Look I'll say this. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought it. Um, uh, uh, the Naboo Starfighter looks pretty cool. And mm -hmm. also the the Jedi. I don't I don't know what it's called, but the Jedi Starfighters are also really cool from um, the Clone Wars. So, oh, well, actually, they did use it in the prequels as well. So you have the the Nabu uh, class. Star, the, it's called the like Nabu One, I think. Class Starfighter. Uh, that's what you're talking about from like Nabu, the one that has like the, they got a couple different ones. One was like fully chrome, but then some of them were like the yellow with the chrome. The, trim. One, the one from the the Phantom Menace, how it's like all silver and it just like reflects everything. I think that was cool. And then you also have the other. So you have the that the Nabu class Starfighter there. It's like a class one or something is what it's called. Like I said. The other one that you were talking about, what was the second one you said? Um, the ones the Jedi use. Oh, they're yeah, it's not, it's not it's not my favorite, but it looks cool. They're Aether Sprite. That's their actual technical name, but they're also they're like a Jedi uh, fighter Aether Sprite. But Aether Sprite's the technical name. Like if you didn't know a Jedi flew it, you would call it the Aether Sprite. Okay. Good to know. And the, the rings, like you saw in the Clone Wars really quick, the rings that you see them flying into a couple of times in the episodes, you even saw yeah. everyone do it during like the actual movies. Yeah. That ring is the only reason why they can go into hyperspace. Yeah, I know that. Okay. I, I know. Just hey, girl, this is my chance to be like nerding out on the things. I'm going to nerd out on this little ship. I didn't know you <laughs> the ring. I, I knew that. Of course I knew that. Um, but our fans didn't. And now I just <laughs> dropped some knowledge on them. Uh, our, our next question is from, from Cal. 
Um, if you could have any Star Wars creature as a pet, what would it be? Loath cat is my answer. I think that's the true answer. But you said Loath cat, and that was actually what I was thinking when I actually read this question earlier. But if I was a if I was a Wookie, I think I would have me an Ewok as a pet. Like I think I'd have me just this Ewok that's like a miniature me that walks around and kind of like a pet, like. Yo, I get him to go do the little small tasks and stuff like that. Like you train your dog to go get your newspaper. My Ewok yeah. would go get my newspaper. Go fetch me. I, they don't have beers there, but they have alcoholic drinks. I'd have the Ewok go and grab me like that kind of drink out of the fridge. Maybe some blue milk here and there. But a loath cat. If I if I didn't have to pick something else because you just picked loath cat, I'd pick a loath cat. Loath cat's the natural progress. It's the closest thing to what we have, and they look really cool. I mean, I if you want a loath cat, I could go something else. What you got? What was your second pick? Um, Crystal Critters. Ah, oh, from The Last Jedi. Yeah. I like them. Ah, oh, man, but I like to pet my pets, right? I just, you get stabbed by those things. Couldn't really but pet them. But they're pretty. They are pretty. I mean, but the loath cat's I have pretty. One, like, right up here staring at me. But I love dogs. Like you love dogs. So I think that's yeah. why we probably both went loath cat. It's probably one of the closest things to dogs that we've seen in the universe. Um, me and Thrawn uh, were actually talking about uh, pets, which is funny because we were talking about pets uh, today. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Thrawn, I know you're in chat. Can you uh, put the name up for the one from Resistance, the one that's actually a dog? It looks like a cat. He put in the chat Vulptex. But uh, no, no. Vulptex is the crystal critters. That's like. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, boogle? Oh, boogle, boogle, boogie? Boogle. 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 Okay. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go look that up. Uh, like, what is that in? Is that in like Rebels or what? It's in Resistance. Or? Okay. All right. uh, yeah. uh, it's funny that I was telling him it's funny that it's called like Buggle because the uh, official dog breed name is Bugle. Yeah. So yeah. I had a friend um, that had one of those. Those things are loud. So um, I didn't check if this was a question or not, honestly. Uh, I'm guessing Brennan was the last question that you're talking about. Uh, possibly, yeah, because there was like that oh yeah this one is my man yeah you're about to bring that up yeah <laughs> um so last question so if you guys have any so if you guys have any more questions um send them in the chat and we'll get to them after this because we have like 10 more minutes uh brennan asked george lucas offered the part of obi-wan to the legendary actor toshiro mifuni mifuni uh, known for uh, his role in the films uh, of Akira Kurosawa, he has since passed away, and I've always considered Ken uh, Watanabe to be the modern-day Mufini. Would you like to see Watanabe in a Star Wars film? I'm gonna say yes, and for multiple reasons, like because the dude plays in a lot of different things, and like this character, the guy that he's talking about. Like he actually plays in a lot of different like films and stuff like that. Uh, but the second reason is because, and so I think he'll do a good job is basically what I'm saying there. But the second reason 
I do think we need like more Asian repre- representation in the whole series, in, in the whole thing of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like I hated what happened uh, to the Rose Tika character. Like, killing I, yeah, I, I just hated what happened to her, which a lot of fans are kind of like showing her some love and stuff. And I love that at the last Star Wars celebration before we had COVID, uh, I'd like the fact that a lot of fans showed her a lot of love and stuff and they're asking for her autograph and giving her hugs. And she was like tearing up as it was happening and stuff. But no, I don't like the way she was portrayed after uh, the last Jedi and I don't like the way she was treated. So, and we just need more Asians in there. Get them in there. Sorry. I'm just covering my arms up cause I'm freezing. But it is weird that we've had this story and the saga go on like with something that George Lucas even called laser swords, right? With these lightsabers, with these cool mm-hmm. swords. And we haven't had that many people that were actually like Asian. Because you would automatically assume, right? Like because the samurai films and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they would be a good fit to wield these super badass weapons. So yeah, let's yeah. get this Asian dude in there and like show us what he's got. Yeah. I mean, we've had um, Kelly Marie Tran and uh, the guy who plays Chirrut Amway. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's cool. Da- Diane, that Diane, sounds good. Ooh, yeah. That guy's awesome. Uh, Donnie and his boy and his homeboy Boz got iced in Rogue One. Yeah, but you know, they're my favorite part of Rogue One aside from K2SO. Well, he whooped that ass in that courtyard. Like it, you know, closer to the beginning of the film when they were first trying yeah. to, eat, he, he like beat the crap movie. out of those down. Like he was just, bah, 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 bah. I was like, oh, give him a lightsaber, god darn it. Yeah, he he was a guardian though. He was a mm-hmm. guardian. Um, well, that's all of our questions. So if you guys have any more questions, um, we can answer them. And if not, then we'll sign off. Today, though, we are not starting the watch along immediately after. We're starting it at 7 PT because we have Dwayne joining and he's available at 7. Um, so we have an hour to, to, to wait. Go get some um, stuff ready. Maybe make some popcorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm down for it. Uh, I'm actually excited because uh, Rebels... Unlike Clone Wars, I haven't seen every episode. I've seen all the important stuff, know about all the stories, know about like what happened here, 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 and here. But this show was being put out whenever I didn't have the channel to watch it. So I had to like find ways to like watch. Like I would hear about, oh, cool, this is happening. So I know a lot about the characters and the story. And I read things up on there and watched people's reviews and stuff like that. But at the time period, I just didn't have the channel and didn't have no way to get it. And so here we go. I'm about to like, there's going to be a couple of things in here. I might get surprised by or a couple of episodes. I don't know a lot about. So I'm yeah. Excited. I mean, we're, we're going to finish all of rebels in like 10 days. So yeah. Cause it has less seasons. What's four, right? It's four. Yeah. And then resistance was two. Yes. Okay. Um, we do have a question from uh, JDN. Uh, do you oh, shoot. I did prepared? see this question. Do you have do you have a favorite parody of Star Wars? Um, Spaceballs. Yeah, that's everybody's. But I'm gonna say I like Robot Chicken's version as far as like shorter little versions. Mm-hmm. Spaceballs is obviously my favorite. I mean, it's a full movie. It's funny. It's got some good characters in it. And but I do if I had to pick not Spaceballs because that's a lot of people's go to. It's gonna be Robot Chicken. Yeah. Because it's funnier yeah. to me than the Family Guy one. Family Guy one's good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The Family Guy one's good. 
but I like the robot chicken one. It, it hit me. It yeah, me I miss that. Like every season, like at the beginning, they had a, an episode or two dedicated to Star Wars, and they don't do that anymore. Like Robot um, Chicken did Prune Face, and that's actually a name of a character in Star Wars because, like, yeah. when they made the toy, they put it, his name was Prune Face, and he's like in there, and he's supposed to be in there just to fix the copier. And somebody's like, "What do you do here?" And he's like. And then all of a sudden, it, like this fake thing started happening where it was like prune face. And he's got a bunch of women around him and he's like killing people, like just murking them. And it's really funny. Like, that's that's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like one little short piece. That's uh, and I, the, I, uh, haven't, I haven't seen the robot chicken one. The the Palpatine going up the escalator and then each of the stormtroopers that are going down the other side having to like salute him and stuff. And Palpatine's getting irritated by it. It's like, stop it. <laughs> I mean, it's just stuff like that. Just, just makes me it's, laugh. It's like, just, yeah, it's a simple stuff. Um, but it seems like we don't have any more questions. So, um, Justin, where can people find you? Here, obviously. Uh, and do you want to go ahead and say like what kind of sh uh, show we're gonna have next week? Because the day we did the questions. Um. Yeah. Next week. Will we having the return of the legends versus canon? Okay. Um, stories going back old school from the original uh, start, yeah. and so yeah, so find us here next week doing that, and then on top of that, uh, so the holocron, we we we're all like, as soon as like e even like Bedore or whatever, if she's got something she's watching, she can do something. We got an LGR reviews kind of show that we're going to have on the playlist where it's going to be different things, not just WandaVision right now. That's the only one we're doing, but we're planning on doing more trailer reactions yep. or reactions to other shows. Uh, yep. Then we have uh, the LGR podcast, obviously, that we're doing. Uh, and shoot, me and Ferris got on, and we was only going to do it for like 30 minutes. But me and Ferris got on the new stereo app that Christian Harloff's been talking about. You can follow me. That's where we did our first show was from my account because we were just playing around with it, doing a test stream. And uh, dude, we went on for like two hours because people Wait, kept. What is that? It's a, it's an app that you put on your phone, and it's called Stereo. And basically, you can do a podcast. You can only do it with one other host, so like you and one person. So it was me and Ferris last night that did it. Mm -hmm. And you can do it just from your phone. You don't have to have a computer or nothing. So even though Ferris isn't at home yet, he doesn't come home until like Thursday, I think. Mm -hmm. Like even though he was gone and out of town, like he could just do it from his phone. So we actually did a show. And we were talking about a couple of the things happening in the draft and uh, happened after signing. But then it started more and more people started watching it as we were going and started. They all you have to do is hit a button on your phone if you're listening. So like Christian Arloff earlier was with Ben Bateman and you can hit a button on the microphone and hold it down and you can send in them a voice message. And all we had to do was hit play when one would pop up and it would play like like you could have sent a message and it would play your message for us and everybody to hear it. Cool. So people kept sending in messages and stuff. It was pretty fun. It was actually pretty awesome. And you can do it while you're doing other stuff. Like you could be doing your laundry, folding clothes and still technically doing a podcast because all it is is the voice. You got a little yeah. avatar that moves its mouth. It's pretty cool, actually. But Christian was like, yeah, you guys go and do this. And I was like, I'm going to check it out. It looked cool. So we did one and it turned out to be a pretty good success. I got like 40 followers already. Nice. Nice. Um, also, where can people find you elsewhere uh well that i got we got off on that tangent yeah but, uh, <laughs> you 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 but it, but it pretty much everywhere on lgr network because we're a network now we're not just about the down we're about a bunch of other things we got the sports channel over there uh and we also have audio versions of this stuff that we do here and every other show that we got except for the highlights 
every other show we got gets put on uh, audio version. Even the thing me and Ferris did from the stereo app last night is uh, going to go up on the audio version. Nice. But that's it. That's where you can find me. Uh, you guys can find me at BID on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, I started playing Borderlands 1 uh, because we actually interviewed the the uh, Mikey Newman. I was wondering if that was why. It, so that's honestly, why I like that, that is why. I am a fan of Mikey Newman. I had so much fun talking to him. Uh, he's such a sweetheart. Uh, so I started playing it. The game is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to play it tomorrow with one of my friends. And you can find me here uh, on Let's Get Ready Network or Net on Twitch and Let's Get Ready Network on uh, or Net on um, YouTube. I can't remember names. But the uh, real quick question on Borderlands 1, can you do is it co-op to where you're playing the story mode, but also playing with friends or do you just have yeah. to play the online version? OK, cool. that's cool, man. That's actually pretty awesome. How many people can you have on your team? Four. Nice. Yeah, but Borderlands 2, a lot of people say that's the better one of the two. But I've always heard. Yeah, hard. I, I, I've heard <laughs> I'm. I'm getting this so much and it's causing me stress. Why? Why? What's up with that? I'll tell you after. Okay. (laughs) I'll tell you after. But thanks, guys, for watching (laughs) and causing me stress for thinking about that moment. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Or actually, I'll see you guys in an hour because we'll do the watch along for the first episodes of Rebels. Bye, everyone. And everything's in order. Thank you for watching The Holocron, a Let's Get Ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the Let's Get Ready channel on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitch.